It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of Gators Breakdown is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code Gators on your first deposit of $50 or more to redeem a cash bonus. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. Man, we're hoping for one of those dull moments anytime now, right? Here we are, right here on Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And it probably took too long to, to get to this. Uh, some personal things got in the way. And look, this is a very sensitive subject topic right here on Jaden Rashada and the Florida Gators. So I wanted to make sure I had everything in line, everything right uh, before I came out here uh, with, with all this and very polarizing topic uh, dealing with Jaden Rashada, the Florida Gators, NIL, contracts, lawyers, agents. I mean, the list goes on uh, with this. And look, this just has not been an easy recruitment uh, for Florida, for Miami, for now if other schools are going to get involved here. This one has been absolutely one of the craziest, if not craziest, recruitments uh, ever uh, in, in Gator history, maybe even recruiting history. <laughs> uh, so, and of course, it is our, our Florida Gators involved here. Hey, look, as I said, never a dull, mo- never a dull moment. That, that's just uh, the tagline I came up with this podcast, and never did I think it would live up to this. Now, we, we'd get to a point where we're talking – um, uh, a story like this uh, right here. So we'll go through it uh, as best we can. The last few days have just been an absolute roller coaster uh, here with this, um, this, this story. This very, very polarizing subject right here with Jaden Rashada and the Florida Gators. Creek, a saga. I mean, that's just what it's been over the last what half year now. In uh, this recruitment. So hit the like button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're watching this live, uh, everybody, thanks for hopping in. Very short notice. Uh, I know kind of Saturday, NFL playoff Saturday, but got to get something out there uh, to, to go along with this. So if you're not uh, subscribed to Gators Breakdown, please do so uh, right there. Join us on Gators Breakdown Plus. Of course, this conversation uh, with this thing uh, in Rashada going on like crazy in that Discord server. A lot of good discussion. Uh, some. Uh, tidbits uh, to go along there and of course you know if anything else comes out a uh, recruiting weekend for florida transfer portal of course we'll have it right here and look 
whatever happens with this, we'll continue that conversation right there on that Gators Breakdown Plus Discord. You can join with the link in the description. So, all right, recent timeline. Let's go through that right quick. Going through here, Ashada signs his letter of intent for Florida on the early signing day, national signing day, and plays in the Under Armour All-American game. It's supposed to go to Gainesville right after enroll uh, at, at Florida. That enrollment never happens. Eventually, he ends up in California instead of Gainesville as the questions regarding his NIL deal in Florida still loom. So then it comes out earlier this week in a report from On3, Jaden Rashada and Florida Athletic Director Scott Strickland spoke on Wednesday requesting his release of uh, his letter of intent to Florida. And from my understanding, that conversation never took place. Uh, so within an hour or two of that On3 report, 24-7 then releases their own report uh, refuting that Jaden asked for his release as Jaden Dads Harlan you said uh, that he has not filed for release, that they're still working through things at Florida, and that if he wasn't enrolled by Friday, quote, there will be some challenges there to proceed as planned. And that's where we're at right now. So Rashada, as of the deadline of 11.59 p.m. Eastern Friday night, that was the deadline to enroll. That did not happen. Now, there has been some talk that that does not mean it's fully over. And it could move into Monday next week with some kind of waiver and Rashada could still enroll. Honestly, right now, if it hasn't happened by now, I don't see it happening. That's my opinion. I'm not, that's no inside info. That's no tidbits. That's nothing. That's just how I think it ends up playing out. So with this, of course, throughout all this, various NIL numbers have been thrown out there. And the $13 million price tag being the one that's Guarded the most attention, of course. One because it's an outstanding number. That is, to me, if that number is true, and it seems likely that it is. However, that happened, and we'll get into that in just a bit. That's astronomical. I personally, now you guys know, I have been on the Florida may be in the situation where they kind of had to overspend for some players in this NIL world. I get that. This thirteen million dollars for a quarterback like this? Nope. Ain't no quarterback out there worth $13 million. So that's one. It is a hard number to believe in whether that was negotiated, whether that was a mistake. Either way, that seems to be the number that's out there the most. So here's how it was explained to me. And I'm going to go through this. And this was part of the reason I waited. I thought, well, I would probably do an episode on Friday. I thought it would be resolved by then. I thought we'd have our full answer by then. was not. All right, so... I waited a little bit of a day, made some phone calls, talked to some people. Here's how it was explained to me. And this is just my take. Something that was explained to me. The NIL deal was negotiated. Look, that much is obvious. I'll let you guys know early in the week there was talk of admission problems and all that. that, I'll let you know early in the week when Will and I got together last Tuesday, this was all NIL. That, that, That has now been confirmed. So the NIL deal was negotiating. The exact number is unclear to me. But let's go with the report of $13 million. That seems to be the report that's out there. So that number was then sent to the Gator Collective by a trusted representative to draft the contract. Contract reflects the number given to the collective. No negotiation from the collective. Deal was negotiated outside of that. Once it was determined the information was wrong... False information from the very trusted representative, the contract was terminated. And only since then 
has the Gator Collective, other parties involved, working together to get this rectified the last few weeks. I have spoken to other sides, other parties involved with this, been told that they must remain silent for now, and there's terribly inaccurate information floating around. So that's where I'm at personally with all this. I wanted to come at you guys with the information that was told you know, straight to me. And look, this is the problem with NIL and something we all saw coming, a lack of transparency. You know, given the sensitivity of this situation, I'm not sure we ever get the full truth straight from the parties directly involved. I'm pretty sure we have to think there's going to be some non-disclosure agreements in play. There's agents involved, lawyers involved, school involved, and a very thin line of NIO and pay for play. A very sensitive subject for, for, for multiple reasons here. There's disputes, even further negotiations. Should we really expect all the details coming out to be full truth? Even the information I shared can be scrutinized given the situation here. I fully trust it. The info that was given to me, but admit at the same time that that is one side. And we may need to hope for Florida's sake that whatever the story may be. Never comes out. PR nightmare in some ways for Florida right now in dealing with this. From a couple of angles, well, if the $13 million is true, and that gets figured out, and you end up paying it. Okay, are future players going to request $13 million? Future quarterbacks? And not only Florida, what other schools? If, if this gets figured out, well, hey, that quarterback at Florida got $13 million. Where do you go pay me now? Hey, welcome to NIL. And then if you don't, if nothing gets figured out, and if it doesn't look like it's going to, in my opinion... What do you think other schools are going to do for, to, to, against Florida right now? Hey, they couldn't promise Jaden Rashada his NIL deal. Why would you even consider them? Whether true or not, you know that's how it's going to be spun. You know other coaches, other schools out there are going to spin this in a way to hurt Florida. You know, not to... I mean, this is the PR nightmare Billy Napier is going to have to deal with when it's not really his doing here. Not blaming the, the head coach at Florida for this one. I'm sure he doesn't even want to deal with the headache of all of this. Jade Rashada, from all understanding, wants to be at Florida. I very, very, very seriously doubt this is coming straight from him. But as I said, agents, lawyers, party, other parties involved that are pulling in each and every different direction here. Unfortunately, you got a 17-year-old kid involved and a, you know, committed to a school that he wants to go to. I, I completely believe Billy Napier in his press conference and what he was speaking about Jane Rashada. And everything that they worked through to flip him from Miami to Florida. When he, like we were even told when he committed to Miami, he really liked Florida. And throughout the whole what, few months of being committed before flipping to Florida, they were still interested in Florida. 
And I don't think that was all NIL-based. But other parties involved to make it about that. So, of course, this raises the question of NIL at Florida. Jump-started by the Gator Collective, one of the first ones out there. And admittedly, there's been some bumps in the roads on that front. I'm thankful that it was started. It still does a lot of good, despite the narrative out there. But it absolutely hasn't been perfect. Some much-needed changes on the way uh, on that front. But there's many student athletes involved that can, will, do vouch for its validity and the opportunities that the Gator Collective represents. Could it, should it be more of an advantage? Absolutely. But also, should have been supported more from the beginning as every NIL angle at Florida should have been. The Gator Collective is a way, but it should have never been the way at Florida on NIL front. And as an organization, because many of the um, uh, important players at Florida, from the athletic director to the UAA, the administration, the countless boosters that could help, decided to slow play this. It was the Gator Collective carrying the NIL banner for Florida. And NIL, we, we know, it is the current, it is the immediate future. And the vision at Florida, once again, too slow to come around. And maybe in some way, this ugly situation that we're dealing with right now is, a, is an ugly wake-up call. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. To give this football program complete, total support to build this how it needs to be built. Because that is not the case right now. Now, when Billy Napier was hired, you know, the, the, there was conversations about giving the support he would be, that he would need to succeed. I don't know if they, I don't think anybody foresaw how, I mean, some people did. We knew NIL was going to be important. I think of how it's playing out, maybe caught some by surprise. And there's an old way of thinking of, no, we don't, we we don't, we're not going to support name, image, and likeness. We don't care for it. You know, right now there's too many entities looking out for their own, not moving in a unified direction. I get that some don't like the direction of college football with this. I don't like it. But at the, uh, but, but at the same time, how integral NIL is, we've got to be on the same page. If you want Florida to get the players, you want Florida to compete for championships, that is the blueprint for now. Your head coach said it. It's a talent acquisition business. This is the process. Unfortunately, This is the process. And this situation is just one of the latest examples of not being fully bought in from the top. Now, maybe the role players in this just don't want to take part in it. And if that's the case, then Florida would just sit and be stuck here. And that's the harsh reality of all this. I understand the reality. 
I don't necessarily like the direction either, but this is the game now. And when you're in a program in Florida's position, you can't sell a vision like Alabama and Georgia right now. So NIL has to be even more attractive to pull the quality athletes it's going to take to compete and to compete in the SEC. The, per- the approach needs to be all in or else. I wish this was just about football. I wish we were just talking about Jaden Rashad as a player and him coming through spring practice and competing for a starting role with Graham Mertz. Oh, I wish that's what we were talking about, but that, that's not. We're in, a, we're in a harsh reality right now of what the approach needs to be. So if you want to be competing for championships, then get on board. If not, then we're going to have conversations like this over and over again, unfortunately. I mean, a lot of this same stuff I was saying a month ago here on Gators Breakdown. And that was before all this. A good recruiting class that could have been better with a unified approach. And maybe you're not dealing with situations like this. If there was full support, I don't think it ever gets to this point. But now I think Florida's and their NIL entities are learning who they can trust. It's a learning process. You got to learn from your mistakes. And there's been a lot of mistakes uh, lately in the last year in, in, in dealing with the, the, the little slow start last spring, rebounding, bouncing back a bit. And then the very end of the re- recruiting cycle, I think there's some harsh realities learned of how this is playing out. We hate to say it is about money right now. And in all ways, it has been in, in some cases. But even more so now, since it's all out there up front, under the disguise of name, image, and likeness. There's supposed to be some important meetings taking place, supposed to get everybody on the same page, some changes going on. That doesn't mean the changes will happen. But they need to. And this situation right here just hopefully is some kind of wake-up call. I don't think Florida will like being embarrassed with this story. I certainly don't like it as a fan having to deal with it. So we'll see. Maybe Monday, you know, this all comes out and it's uh, he's somehow part of the class and we move forward. I don't think everybody will forget this. Not at all. Certainly, if it plays out that way, don't hold it against Jade Rashada. But man, you got to take this serious right now. Just an ugly situation that we're dealing with. And just this latest latest story of the, the saga of Jaden Rashada. I mean, one of the more polarizing recruitments I can ever remember. Never covered one like this. And I've been doing this since 2016. So of course there's been, and we had the CC Jefferson recruitment and that was you know, back in 2015 before we even started getting his breakdown. And that's one of the craziest ones for Florida. That's, that's tame <laughs> coming on this one.
hopefully some of the changes in the NIL landscape on Florida's end pays off. And kind of distinct for us on the Gator side of things because it looks like, you know, Florida is one of the only schools dealing with it on this level. And I don't think Florida will be the last. I mean, I think, unfortunately, with this type of story and being one of the first stories like this, of course it's going to get blown up. I mean, it's just out there. Florida, in a lot of people's eyes, especially rivals' eyes, but around the country, laughing stock right now dealing with this situation. But also that $13 million in a way kind of in some weird way made a defense for Florida because a lot of people have come out and said, oh, no, no. Why would you? Who, who would pay that in this situation? And we've heard these outstanding. And look, some of these numbers get inflated big time. All these number, NIL numbers are for quarterbacks out there, especially for quarterbacks. Get inflated for the for the the storyline of it all. So we'll see where this one goes, but that's the latest I have. There's a lot of my takes. Had to get it out there. So we'll see. We'll see where this all goes. I'm hoping it's resolved, resolved quick. The PR out there for Florida, you don't have to deal with it too much. I think the closer you can get to the staff and the situation, you know, I think the, the, the closer some, you know, if you're a potential future football player for Florida, the closer you can get to it, I think you probably see it's not quite as ugly. But man, the spin out there just could just keep him away just in general. So hopefully there's more clarity along Florida's NIL front moving forward. That needs to happen. But whatever happens needs to happen fast. You know, there's another 2024 recruiting cycle coming up that, hey, if nothing changes, the good start is only just going to be a good start. NIL is not going away. And now Florida's having to fight this battle dating back to the 23 class while trying to build a 24 class and a transfer portal to finish off this class. You know, and for the, the football field side of it, you know, you'll you'll end up losing the highest rated player in your class. So how do you feel that? I know the Walker Howard news is out there, transfer from LSU. Could Florida get him on campus sometime soon? Very close connection with Billy Napier in his time at Louisiana. Getting to know Howard, his family. Maybe something can come out of that. Old Miss, TCU in the mix, visiting Old Miss this weekend. You, know, you were hoping you'd have a recruiting class with Jaden Rashada followed by DJ Lagway. We discussed that storyline plenty of times. Build the quarterback room, make the best man win. 
but certainly a storyline which we didn't have to talk about, but we are, and we have to. But all right, there we go. That gets that gets that gets me caught up with you guys. Sorry for a little bit of the delay. We kind of wanted to make sure I had, you know, some some background information that I was kind of waiting on. Was waiting on Friday to see if there'd be any resolution to this situation. Didn't get that. And now we sit and wait. And we got to think, we'll hear something by Monday. You would think officially. Or if we don't hear anything by Monday, I'll just assume, I mean, who, who knows? Who, who comes out and says anything about it? I guess we have to get the announcement that he's not going to enroll. That being Jane Rashada. But we'll see. All right, so that'll do it right here on this little bit shorter episode of Gators Breakdown, dealing with the Jaden Rashada saga and the Florida Gators. We'll see where it goes from here. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Thanks for joining me right here on Gators Breakdown.